0: Hi, and welcome to Cameron's Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Thank you for having me, and I want to thank your pastor that uh, invited, invited me to be here amongst you. My name is Amir. I'm a founder and director of ministry called Hamsaya International. Hamsa International works with people from three countries, Iran, Afghanistan, and Tajikistan. The three countries that were the part of a bigger empire, which in the Bible named as Persia. That's how we know it, Persia. I have some literature outside, a prayer card. If you want to hear anything from our, about our ministry and uh, you want to partner with us, you want to receive the prayer letter, there is a, there's a a spreadsheet outside I let sign up sheet. Please put your name and email address, your contact number. But this one. I or I leave it here. What about now? Is it interfering again? No, it's fine now. Alright, I'm sorry about that. Sorry to cause problem, I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> so There's a sign-up sheet if you want to hear from ministry. Please put your name down. There's a prayer card you can take and pray for us. We have a radio ministry that is online 24-7 for Farsi speakers around the world. As long as they have internet, they can listen. There's a specific card there if you want to give specifically to the radio ministry. And there are other literatures out there that you can pick up and read about the ministry. There are two key rings out there. One is for the radio. You can pass it to your Farsi speakers' friends. If there are Farsi speakers here, they can take it. You can scan here and go directly to the website of radio. And then there are apps there. You can download the apps. There's another... Hearing that this is for the ministry website, which is in English, mainly for the English speaking audience. And uh, you can scan it again, go to the website and read about the ministry and also has another use. If you go to the shopping, go to the supermarket, you can use this instead of the coin to put in your trolley. So you can use it that way. And if you have any other question about the ministry and you want to know more, please see me after the service. Thank you so much. So before we enter the word of God, let me pray for us. Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you for grace and mercy, Lord. Thank you for your son that you sent to die for our sin. Thank you that through him we can come to you and become your children. That can, we can be able to call you Abba, Father. We pray, Lord, for all of us that you open our hearts and mind. To speak through your words to us, Lord. And we pray, I pray for myself. Help me to be faithful to your word. Help us, Lord, to be doer of your word and not just a listener. In Jesus' name. Amen. Our passage today is from Gospel of Matthew, the famous passage as we know as a great commission. Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 to 20. If you please turn to your the scripture, to the, your Bible or Gospels, if you have. To Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 to 20. But before I read that passage, I want to read a few verses from the book of Daniel chapter 7 verses 13 and 14 where Daniel saw a a night vision. I saw in the night, I didn't ask how long I have. I hope I'm not that long uh, in this hot weather. I saw in the night vision, and behold, with the cloud of heaven, there came one like the Son of Man. And he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and the kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Now I'm reading from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. When, when I read this passage in the beginning, many years ago, and it always made me uncomfortable how to go and speak to others about Jesus. And it's mainly, almost, it strike fears in my heart. In whose authority I go? What authority do I have to go and say to a Muslim, to a Hindu, to a Buddhist, to a Jew, to whatever, that Jesus is the only way? Where, I, where should I go? To whom should I go? What should I say? So when it comes to evangelism, when it comes to sharing our faith, the biggest obstacle that prevents believers to share their faith is fear. Fear is the biggest obstacle. Fear of being rejected. Fear of offending someone. Especially in this politically correct society that we live. Fear of embarrassment. Fear of not knowing enough. Fear of being inadequate. I haven't been to Bible college. I don't know scripture. I don't know theology. I don't know the answer. Many places that people ask me questions. Fear of being persecuted and marginalized. Or even fear of losing your life in some part of the world. So, if you are afraid, you are not alone. Join the club. It's not my club. It's the disciples' club. Do you remember where the scripture said, when Jesus crucified, his disciples after that were in the upper room. They locked the door because they were afraid of the Jew. But Jesus appeared to them. To the locked door, and now many commentators or theologian they ask question: How did Jesus came to the locked door? But they are missing the. But that's not the point. Point is: How did Jesus turn this fearful man and woman and took them out of their room to go to the world and spread the gospel? that's the main point he came to the room as he exactly as he came out of the grave but the same God the same Jesus who turned the fear in into faith for disciples and brought them out of their closed circle and their Comfort zone being amongst us. We know each other. Well, we believe what we believe. So just stick together Brought them out and scattered them and say go So the same Jesus will do that same thing for us and the same Jesus want us to go But fortunately today in London the world has come to London Over 300 languages has been speaking, is now speaking in London. So the people from all over the world, they are here. We don't have to learn their language to go to their country. Some may have that calling. God bless them. They can go. We still go. But while they are here also in our neighborhood, could be our neighbor. They could be rubbing shoulder to them on the bus. In the underground, in the workplace, in the university, in the schools. But still we have to go to them. Because we are being commanded. So, fear is natural. But we need to know in whose authority we go. Many people asking me, so I'm telling you from my own experience, because many people amongst you could, be, could say, no, I'm not afraid. But people asking me, I say, you don't afraid? I say, yes, I do afraid. That's a natural response of my the chemical in my body. That's how God created me. Yes, fear strikes, but when fear strikes, I take shelter in my Lord's promises. So we're going to look at this few verses of Matthew's gospel and see what did he promise and in whose authority we are going. Jesus come to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. If he's a mere human being, mere prophet, he should be crazy to claim that. No human in the history of humanity has claimed such a thing. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Of course, he's talking to his Jewish audience. We don't know if we directly dive into the verses and read what does he talking about. But the Jewish audience knows what he's claiming. And who he's claiming to be. Because they have the book of Daniel. They read the book of Daniel. So many friends who... Muslims mainly, they ask question: Where did Jesus claim to be God? Where did Jesus claim divinity? This is one of the places that Jesus claiming to be divinity, to be divine, claiming divinity. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. We don't know it because we are not the the first audience, first recipients of this letter, but people who were there, they knew what he's talking about. That's why Jewish people want to stone him, because he's equaling himself to God. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Authority over everything, over all universe. There is no one, no one single molecule that runs loosely in the world. That God doesn't have the control in his hand. Otherwise he will be. He will be a God that has no control over his universe. It is a big claim. No one on earth has done this claim. This echoes as I said Daniel chapter 7. When I doubt and fear strikes. Where do I go? I go to the scripture. I take shelter in him. I go. With whose authority? I go with the authority. of The one who owns me. Who bought me. With his blood. Who created me. And who chose me. To do his work. Because I have been. Commanded, not because I feel good, not, not because I feel guilty, but because I have been commanded by my master, by my God, by the one that, who created me. The one that has all authority, the one that created you and the universe. Yes, I have fear. But I turn that fear into faith through his promises. I have fear. But the fear of disobeying God is bigger than the fear of the world. Fear and the shame of facing him tomorrow. And he says, what have you done with the gifts that I gave to you? That's bigger and greater than the fear of the world. Because he said, do not be afraid of those who can just kill your body. And not the soul. But be afraid of the one that can destroy both soul and the body in hell. So this is how I overcome my fear. I remember... With whose authority I go. Fear of not knowing. Enough. Not knowing. What to say. What to do. So what he said. In, in here. In Matthews. Chapter 28. Verses. 16 to 20. He said. All authority has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples. Because I have the authority, now you go. We go because he is in control, he is in charge. And go to do what? Make disciples. Not just go to do good works. Humanitarian works, those are good in the nature. But if my goal is not to make disciples, then I'll be a mere humanitarian worker. Not the kingdom worker. So what is disciple? A follower. Someone follows and obey his or her master to be like him. How can I make disciples if I am not one? How can I ask people to follow Jesus if I don't follow him? In my daily life. How can I ask them to use this medicine to be cured when I haven't been cured? What people would see when they look at my life? Would they see Jesus? Would they see a transformed, a new creation or an old person? You are the same person. What's the difference? Before you used to go to synagogue, to mosque, to I don't know, nightclub, but now you go to church. Is there anything changed? If nothing is if this medicine hasn't cured me, I cannot offer it to anybody else. So people have to see that change in my life. I have to be a disciple. In order to make disciples. So I have to make myself obedient to his teaching. Because if I am empty vessel. Then I have nothing to offer. It's a good illustration here. If this jug is empty, has nothing to offer to this glass. But when this jug is full, then can overflow to the glass to fill that. If I am empty, if I am disobedient, then what would I do? I will come up with strategies and plans... Human strategies. Giving false promises. That if you come to Jesus. I don't know your child won't die. You won't get cancer. You will never get sick. You will be rich. Because I don't. I'm empty. I'm not a disciple myself. I don't know the scripture. So to deceive people and fill my club, I need to come up with something. If I'm not filled with his love, his grace, and his mercy to overflow to others, I'm an empty vessel. Because if I don't go with his authority, with his word, Myself have nothing to offer. If He doesn't work through me, if He doesn't work in me, and if He doesn't work through the Word and the, the things that I share with people through His Spirit, I cannot change people's heart. I cannot open people's eyes. He can. It's his word that it said, sharper than the sword that can cut to the bone marrow. Not my words. Not my strategies. So where to go? To whom to go? Go to all nations. There is no one on the face of the earth that we shouldn't go to them. Everybody from all corners of the world. That God, Christ died for them. God loves them. Doesn't matter if they are. African. American. British. We Persians don't have a good relation with British. But I share gospel with Brits. We don't have a good relationship with Arabs. But I share gospel with Arabs. Because God loves them. Christ died for them. That's, how, that's what it means to love your enemy. How can I love someone if I don't feel loved? So I have to feel that love and be filled with the grace and love of God in order to overflow to my enemies. Because from a human point of view, you don't want to even look at Jonah. Why Jonah doesn't want to go to Nineveh? Not because it's far. Because he's a a Jew. They are the enemy than Gentiles. They have to die. Why do you want me to go to my enemies? You know? To all nations, everyone is under my authority. My grace is freely available for everyone. My salvation is freely available for everyone. My mission is to bless all nations. This is a promise. If you read from the beginning, God said to Abraham, I will bless the nations through you. Sometimes I talk to my friends, From Jewish background or Muslim background. I say if we take Jesus out of equation. Out of Bible. What blessing Abraham has for the nations. Nothing whatsoever. Look at the children of Abraham. They are fighting each other for the last 7,000 years. Children of Isaac and Ishmael. Don't they? Every day we hear on the news. If Jesus is not there. what the blessing they are to the world? It's a blessing that comes. Through Jesus. In Isaiah chapter 49. It says. I'll make you a light for all nations. My salvation. May reach. To the ends of the earth. That's why. Machinery goes where God called them. I had a friend who served in Afghanistan, an eye surgeon, who used to do eye operation here in London, he left the comfortable life of London, went to the poorest country in the world, to Afghanistan, to Mongolia, to Pakistan, to Central Asia. In the beginning, I didn't know why, why he doing that. Why he doing that? But slowly, slowly, as I learned, I became disciple. Then I find out why he is doing it. Because of love of God in him. Many people like him around the world. Many brothers and sisters. So go and baptize them. Make disciples first. They have to be disciples. Then baptize them. After making them. My disciple he says. Don't make them your disciples. You are not there to preach your own denomination. You are there to preach me. Make them my disciples. And baptize them. Means after they believe. And. Obey me. Then the baptize them because they need publicly to confess their faith. Publicly to confess their faithfulness to me and welcome them to the family. Fear of not knowing what to say or not knowing enough. What Jesus said? Teach them all that I taught you. You don't have to come up with the strategies. You don't have to make your own Bible, write your own gospel. You teach them what I already taught you. Teach them all, everything that I have commanded you. In order to share with others, I need to know what the Word of God says. If I don't know the Word of God, I have nothing to offer. My testimony is there. But my testimony doesn't have power of the word of God. God open eyes to testimonies. But it's the word of God that can transform lives. I need to know the word of God, I need to know why I believe what I believe. It's not just I don't, because I feel good. It's not just an emotional faith, it's not just a blind faith. My family follow Jesus, so, so do I. My father was a pastor, so I was a pastor kid, I went to the church and I became, I was at the capernary Bible school when I came to Britain. Most of my classmates, they were from North, from America. Some Canadian, some European, but most American. And there was a testimony time. Most, I could say 80% of them came to give their testimony. They said, my father was a pastor. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. And then this is how I grew up in church. And I became to faith. And then you, I'm from Muslim background. So I that and I said the same thing. I said... They all laughed. I said, why are you laughing? I was thinking everybody should say my, my dad was a pastor. <laughs> but God wants us to know the reason why we believe what we believe. It's not the blind faith. It's not because I feel good in my stomach when I go to church. It's because I know the depth of my sin, where it's taking me and what Christ has done for me on the cross. If I don't have the depth of that, I would never ever understand the meaning of grace, the meaning of forgiveness, meaning of love. But for that reason, I cannot show grace. I cannot show love. So in order to share with others. Why I believe what I believe. I need to read the word of God. But what Jesus has done. For me. It's a personal testimony I can share. But his word has more power in it. That means I have to know the word of God. I have to. Immerse myself in the word of God. I have to attend the Bible studies. I have to attend. Prayers. Prayer time. Day, prayer going in the church. Otherwise. How can I be a disciple. If I am not on the word of God. And the next point, he is aware of our fear. He definitely, 100%, I'm sure that he knows we are afraid. He knows we will doubt. He knows there will be a time that we will doubt our faith even. We We doubt the word of God. We doubt, we will be afraid of going somewhere and doing something for his glory for that reason he promises to be with us all the time always that's why he says in the end of the verse 20 surely i'm with you always to the very end of the age always everywhere you go there will be no single moment that you will be alone he talks To the Jews. And they know what he is saying. And which reference he is referring to. About the authority that he has. He refers to the Old Testament. About being with us always. He again claimed to be God. Only God can be always with us. Not a dead prophet. Only God has authority to be with us, to strengthen us, and to forgive sin. To open eyes, to open hearts, to work through the words that we say. In Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, he's referring. Because there, where Moses says to Joshua, Be strong and courageous, do not be afraid. Or terrified. For Yahuwah. Or Yahweh, Your God. Goes with you. He will never leave you. Nor forsake you. His audience. Jesus audience are Jew when he talks. I will be always with you. I will never forsake you. So again he. He claiming something from the Old Testament that it says about God, about Yahweh. Doesn't he claim divinity again? We don't know because we don't know our scripture. That's why we can not understand what he's talking about. But the Jew they understand that's why they want to stone him. So he promises that he will be with us as his name is Emmanuel. Matthew's gospel starts with Emmanuel, God with us, when he quoted from Isaiah. And he's ending his gospel with God with us. So there is nowhere that we go that God is not with us. That's how I overcome my fear. By going to his word. And reminding myself his promises. If I believe in him, then I believe in his promises. If he is true, then his promises are true. That's how I turn fear into faith. When fear strikes, I go to the word of God. I remember in whose authority I go, that's, that's very important we know. In whose authority we go to another person and talk about their faith, and their faith doesn't take them anywhere. Who gave you this authority? In whose authority I go, for what purpose I go? I don't go for social, to socialize. That could be part of it, but that's not my goal. My goal is to win souls kingdom. My goal is to let people know that. God loves them. And Jesus died for them. And what I am sharing with people. Sharing what Jesus commanded me. Sharing what he says in his word. I am not adding anything to it. I may use illustrations. I am not adding anything to it. I am not. Cutting anything. Taking anything out of it. Because the. Culture. Will be offended. Offending God. Is more important than offending the culture. That's one thing we need to remember. I don't have control. Over the people's heart and mind. But God has. That's why I have to go with his authority. And with his word. If I don't go. With his teaching. then That's when I come with my own strategy. That's where I give people false and empty promises. To go to the poorest country in the world and say, You would never be poor again if you believe in Christ. I've seen it in India, I've seen it in Pakistan, I've seen it in Afghanistan. My wife has seen it in Africa. Many times. Because she was a machinery there. So we go with his authority. We go with his word and his promises. And we know that he is with us. Always. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word that is a light for us in this darkness. We thank you for your spirit that leads us through the jungle of religions and human made ism and thoughts. We thank you, Lord for Christ that died for our sin. We thank you for your grace and mercy through him. We thank you for your promises that you will be with us to the end of the age. And we pray Lord that you give us boldness that we would be never ashamed of your name, never ashamed of your gospel that we Go with your courage, with your authority, with your words to people that you died for them. That without you, without knowing you, without coming to believing in you, they will spend eternity in hell. We pray Lord that you give us that compassion. You help us to see the word through your eyes. Help us to love, not just our friends, but our enemies. Help us to be the doer of your word, not just the listener. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. If you want more information about Camrose Baptist Church, visit our website, www.camrosebc.org.uk. Follow us on Instagram at Camrose Baptist Church and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Camrose Baptist Church Edgware.